Avengers Assemble. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not our park. Sorry. Not our park, but you should check it out anyways. What up, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> We're back here with... Uh, what What is the name of our podcast? That Park Life that Podcast, That Park Life right? Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, and I'm hanging out with my co-host here. It's Greg, as it's usual, Greg. and we're doing something like maybe a little bit different. The mm -hmm. technical term I, I shared with Beth was loosey-goosey, loosey -goosey. loosey -goosey well, we call episode. it Disney Potpourri. That's what our favorite. Yeah. We'd love to do a Disney Potpourri, and we haven't been able to do one because, you know, parks were closed and all the things. Yes. So, and really, it was you were doing you were doing Disney things. I wasn't doing Disney thing, things. But now that I've done a Disney thing, it's like yes. let's talk about it. We got a whole bunch of things to talk about. So Beth was here for a couple of days, but she spent one day at Magic Kingdom, and mm -hmm. I'm sure had a great experience because I was following along along with a bunch of us. I'm sure at some pictures you were posting to your account yep. and to our podcast account. Um, specifically, uh, people mover at night. I was living yes. f for that moment for you because it's Thank such you. an experience. Yeah, and I can't wait to tell Disney you about thing. how we got stuck on it, and that's how we closed the park. Ooh, exciting, exciting. Yeah. Um, and then I did a staycation. It was a one-night staycation over at the boardwalk I want to talk about because we did we did some fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, if time permits, I did a quick little trip to Magic Kingdom the other morning that I'm going to talk about too because I think it's something that people think about doing. And um, I had heard some judgment being cast about my lifestyle that I want to <gasps> talk about in a moment. But um, if anyone out there has recently called the – and like any of the Disney reservation phone numbers, mm -hmm. they play a message at the beginning of it about the park pass reservation system. Mm -hmm. And I had heard this a while ago and forgot about it. And I was talking with our friend Cody, shout out to Cody of the uh, Disney Kremlins. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we were laughing about the ridiculousness of it. And I don't know the last time you called it, I but I have that. a little clip for everyone okay. so you can hear what it's like. So they put a message out there basically saying like if you if you need help with that this is not the place but right. this is the message and this is 100% real this is not doctored this is what the official disney like phone number message is when you call in to do something with your reservation thank you so much for contacting us today if you are calling for assistance with our theme park reservations for your upcoming visit please visit disneyworld.disney.go.com/park dash reservations slash create dash party or visit make a park reservation on the my disney experience app to book your theme park reservation i wish that were fake that's legitimate <laughs> you're like oh gosh I, I didn't i didn't write it down do they have an option yeah. to repeat the message no you have to hang up and call again that's the whole thing wow. so i don't know who they think is on the phone that has the ability to jot that down because i feel like typically when you're calling a place that you know you're going to be on hold for a while, you're probably doing something else. You know, I feel like that's a good time to like do laundry, cook dinner or something like you're probably or driving. Also, you're probably like, not. You're freaking Disney. You can't link a shorter like thing to something else tiny that URL, goes yeah. to that page. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And that's the, that's the old version. They updated it. Would you like okay. to hear the updated version? This is like hot off the presses. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you thought that was bad, this is the new version of what they play. If you are calling for assistance with our theme park pass reservation system for your upcoming visit, please visit the following website, disneyworld.disney.go.com slash park dash pass dash reservations slash boobash is expensive slash create party slash create thoughts dot gov slash www.disney.go.com slash park pass underscore <laughs> reservations exclamation point or remain on the line your estimated wait time is two hours and 35 minutes <laughs> legitimate oh creed real. thoughts www.creedthoughts.gov <laughs> 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 gov yeah 
Oh, man. Ridiculous. Wow, I wonder how many people actually take the, that advice and get it all written down and actually go to those websites. Can I tell you, I, I tried to do it. I was like, okay, like let us let me do yeah. it. So I, tr- I was typing it while they were saying it. And obviously, if you make a mistake, you have to remember what they said because mm-hmm. there's dashes and slashes and whatnot. And it works. Like the, the web address they give you is the legitimate web- website. Right. Of course, if you just go to the regular Disney website without going there, you click, you know, the Park Pass Reservation System, it'll take you there. But like, oh my goodness, where's your shortened URL for that? It's crazy. Hopefully you spell everything correctly because if not, then you got to guess on that too. You got to guess. It's wow. the, it's the it Walt Disney World dot Disney dot go dot com. That's already too much. That's yeah. already too many words. Yeah. When you throw in the backslashes and stuff, you're like, what are you talking about? All right, so uh, I think we should just get going here with our with our big topic, which is our our trip stuff. Our so trips. your trip report, my trip report, we have lots of trip reports going yeah. on. Yeah. So we had a great day at Magic Kingdom. I went on a whole soapbox rant. Pretty much all of our pat chat this week was about me talking about social distancing and <laughs> self awareness. Uh, all to, all of that to say in a nutshell, my opinion is please just be self aware. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, line weights were great. We didn't really have. We didn't really wait over like 40 minutes for anything we did get lucky in space mountain because it was a 45 minute wait we got up to like kind of one of the first turnbacks inside like once you get inside and then it's the turnbacks like over Mm -hmm. on the left hand side we got up to that and i was i mean sometimes it really pays to be watching what the cast members are doing because a couple times uh just because i was looking at them they were like hey how many people do you have two great like let's skip we got to skip like 15 minutes of the line just because i was paying attention and she was like hey like caught her eye. She saw that there was two of us and let us like in so that we could fill in a spot. Um, so that kind of goes along with the self-awareness thing, right? Just be aware of your surroundings. Uh, look at some cast members because you might get some like extra magic in there just because you're paying attention. I do that all the time, by the way. It's so funny you mentioned yeah. that, especially like I feel like on Space Mountain and stuff, because they they want it to be easy. They want it to be quick. Mm-hmm. And if they have to go down the line and ask every single person, it takes time. So I'm always like staring. Yeah. Like we just have two. We have well, two people. I'm like super OCD. So watching them load cars without people and I'm like, oh, you could have put two people there if you just yeah. like, you know. Uh, so I was just because I was paying attention and then she walked over. Now we went back another time and like they just weren't loading. Yeah. Like there were plenty of times where we could have like skipped them and they just weren't loading that way. So it does depend on the cast member. But I mean, there just were a couple of times that was like because we were paying attention, like we could, you know, do something and it saved us some time with that. Um, but yeah, we got to ride everything we wanted to the lines were like everything's moving even i would say most of the time what they're saying the weight is it's not that it's less there were only a couple times where it was actually going to be what it was so that worked out great um wearing a mask was i mean it was hot but it wasn't over i mean it wasn't overbearing like Mm -hmm. i i could handle it for the most part i'm glad that we didn't have to wear it the entire time we were there i don't think that i would have survived if i had to wear it outside the whole time so i'm glad that we got there just in time for them to at least say, like, hey, you don't have to wear them outdoors, which was totally fine. Um, we went to dinner at Whispering Canyon, which oh, was yeah. great. Yeah, we had uh, Dale. Shout out to Dale. If he's listening to this, probably not. Um, but Wait, he was like a great Chip server. Yeah, no, like his just his <laughs> name was Dale. I thought it was a joke in the beginning because you go up and they're all like yelling your waiter's name yeah. before they seat you. And I just thought it was like a because my family, we have this joke about Dale, about the name Dale. So I was kind of like, is this like a joke that other people know too? <laughs> uh, but no, it was our waiter's actual name. And he was really great. He's like, you guys been here before? We're like, yeah. So he didn't give us too much crap basically because he knew like we knew the gig. He's like, well, yeah. we don't, we can't really do as much as we used to do, but we still try to. And there was a, a larger table next to us and he was giving them so much crap. So it really like made our, <laughs> made our experience better because we're kind of watching him like with this table yeah. and it was just hilarious. If, 
Anyone doesn't know, this is at Wilderness Lodge, so it's the, yeah. the table service restaurant when you walk in the lobby, mm-hmm. right there to the left. And often you can hear people cl- clanking their glasses or whatever, yes. or when they drop their plates and stuff on purpose, the, the service. So if anyone doesn't know yes. where that is, it's over at Wilderness Lodge. In its original version, it was basically the Disney version of the restaurant Dick's, if you know what that is, um, where they are kind of like mean to you, like their waiters are just more sass. sassy. They're yeah. sassy and like kind of rude, but in a kidding way. It's just, it's all fun and games. Um so, but it was great. And the food was great. They have some different options now. So that's why we went because obviously, um, Doug has, he kind of has more dietary restrictions. We have to mm-hmm. watch a lot of our sodium intake, all those kinds of things. So that's why we wanted to try it there. And it was so good. Uh, the what food was super good. We got the, there was like one that was the pig. I think it was called the pig. So it had like some pork and some other things. And then we got the, I think it was called land and sea, but we didn't want salmon. So we asked for double chicken instead. So that was good. And then it's like a bunch of veggies. It was like, you know, meats and veggies for the most part. The pig platter, according to this, was pork belly, maple, chipotle, barbecued pork ribs, slow smoked pulled pork, mustard barbecued piggy wings, which, what is a piggy wing? Yeah, the piggy wings. They had like a bone in them. They were basically just like. I gotcha. They're not, Uh, they didn't look like wings like we normally think. Okay, okay. It almost looked more like a rib bone. Gotcha. Uh, sausage, potatoes, buttered corn, and green beans, and whatever. And then you said the land and sea. You swapped out the salmon for chicken. Yeah, we got double so chicken. Citrus herb chicken is how they label mm-hmm. it. Uh, vegan sausage, portobello, cauliflower, roasted potatoes, sautéed green beans, and oven roasted carrots. See, that sounds good. Yeah, the carrots are really good. Cauliflower was really good. We didn't really eat much of the corn or the green beans, um, but we did get more of like carrots and mushrooms and cauliflower. Yeah, uh, and then it's plenty of meat. Like you definitely don't need more meat. But uh, I guess they're doing more individual skillets. It's not as family style. So what he was saying was, you can get different skillets. You don't want to order the same thing because whatever skillet you get, when you want more of anything on that skillet, you can only get the same thing. Does that gotcha. make sense? Yeah, so, so like, kind of locked only, into that. Right. So he was like, so it's you know obviously it's smarter just to get different ones so that you yep. can eat different things from them. So that's Makes what we sense. did, and it was great. I I think I didn't eat enough before we went to eat dinner, and I had, like, this nasty headache, and I felt super nauseous. So of course, I'm, like, trying to get through dinner. I'm like, this is really great. I'm loving this food, but I'm <laughs> feeling like garbage. I was trying to chug water. Um, I, we, like, I ended up having to go to the gift shop afterwards and get some Tylenol because I – and the, even the cast member walked in, she was like, yeah, you're not looking so – I was like, yeah, I feel terrible. Like, I need something. Yeah. Um. But of course, we ended up buying some things in the gift shop. So that's how they get like, you. Should, I know we're like we shouldn't have walked in here, uh, but they were super helpful. I just love the Wilderness Lodge, and mm. um, we had a great experience there. So, and then we went back to Magic Kingdom. We did hit uh, the People Mover at Golden Hour, ooh. as everyone you know you recommended. Ooh, ooh, I had ooh. already had that in my head. That's what I wanted to do. So I did get some pictures at that point. Um, and I was just really trying to like nurse my headache at that point, but. We did that. We kind of stayed over more in the Tomorrowland area after that. And one thing that we noticed that Doug noticed was, the, I don't know if it's new, but I think it's new. It's a water fountain, like kind of near the stage in Tomorrowland. When you say water fountain, like a water feature or a drinking water fountain? It's a drinking water fountain. It has like three levels to it. And like if, oh. if I'm standing in it, if I'm standing like where the stage is, like in front of me, it's like back here to my right, like over here, sort of by where the people no, move that's not line. No, that's been there okay. For a while. Doug was like, I've never noticed that before, <laughs> and he was because he was like, the water was good. We have like this whole thing about what different water fountains and where oh, the yeah. water is. We should do a map an episode on that because it's less legit. 
because he was like, it actually has good water in it. So he yes. was excited about it. And I just had never noticed it being there before. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe they've updated it then. I don't you know, know. I'm going to have to do I, a tour of the water fountains because I feel like I'm out of, uh, to be honest, I feel a little out of practice because one, not all water fountains, I don't think any of them were operating at the very, very beginning of reopening. Right, I feel like they right. start until like allow guests, there would be the sign on it saying out of order. Yeah. So it's been like a year since I've had to play the water fountain game. And uh, I think we think we're bouncing back to the point where we could revisit the water fountains because yeah. some of them are crap. Some. some of them are warm, oh, no matter what. It's warm, warm, warm. And well, and the water just doesn't taste good. And some of them yes. you're like, why does the water taste okay here, but it doesn't taste okay over there? I don't understand this. I don't understand. And there now, listen. I know the source of water is the same, no matter where, like whether you're showering or flushing the toilet or getting a drink of water. The water comes from the same place. Obviously, you're not going to drink out of a toilet bowl, but at least I wouldn't. I don't know about everyone else. But there are some water fountains where, as you're drinking, you can hear toilet flush and the water pressure goes down I'm like oh, i don't want to be reminded that this Ew. is all the same water yeah none of the fountains we like are close to any of the bathrooms so i think that's okay. probably why um but yeah so that was one thing that i noticed and we ended our night on the people mover uh we thought we were gonna like make it through pretty much like as park like was closing but then we got stuck a couple times and we ended up, so that video that I took that you were talking about, like literally mm-hmm. that's where we were stopped for about five to 10 minutes at the, and like park had already, the park had already closed. So we were like, yeah. Wait, are they going to have to evacuate us? Like the park just closed and we're sitting here waiting, but I got some really good photos and stuff because we were sitting right in front of the castle. Like that's right when like we come around that last bit dream. in front of the castle. I know. So I was like, this is great. I'm going to get a bunch of photos and we're just hanging out. And so it was totally, um, it was totally fine. The only thing that I noticed that I was like, oh, that kind of stunk was uh, the first ride we did was the Jungle Cruise and okay. legit could not hear a word the guy was saying. Because I don't of know all if of he the just, Well, he's stuff. got a mask on and those things are, the microphones are kind of bad to begin with, I feel they like. They were not super clear, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he, he was dropping all the things and I'm like, I was catching words here and there and look, I have good hearing. Okay, I am going to brag about that. Like my husband, we have this thing. I have terrible eyesight, great hearing. He has terrible hearing and great eyesight. Um, I couldn't hear like anything he was saying. I'm like, I, no one's laughing. Everyone's just kind of looking at each other. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's because no one could understand what he's saying. Yeah. And I felt bad for him because I was like, tough crowd, I guess. Um, oh, that stinks. Because they still have some of the kind of partitions up on the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. I, I'll I think be honest. with the mask and trying to talk through the mm. thing is just not a good combo for them. Do they still have, so the last time I went on, it's been, I'll be honest, it's been a couple of months because I tend not to go on it in the middle of the day when it's hot. And um, the last time I went on the Jungle Cruise, there was a plastic divider between the cast member and guest. So not only was he speaking through a mask and a right. face shield, he had his microphone. Yeah. And then there was also like the plastic it's there, like which is hat. terrible for a, co- yeah, that's, yeah. So like, yes. it just was a terrible yeah. situation for audio quality, which yeah, I know is not their number like one goal, but number one goal is safety, obviously. Yeah. But still... I had a hard time hearing then, so I would imagine it was the same. Yeah, he still had that, and there, uh, the the portion where you get to where the rhino is supposed to be like doing the point up to the person on the pole. Yeah. Well, they just had a box there, but as of yesterday, they've now updated it to so the guy like they've now put where the people are back on the pole. Yes. In the ride, so that's now we were like, man, we just missed it by a couple days, but it was fine. It was just really interesting to see it because we were like, oh, that's where the pole is, and now there's a box, and that just looks weird because the rhino's just doing weird. this, and there's nothing there. <laughs> He's <laughs> nuzzling the box. Yeah. Um, pretty much. This is one of those situations where I have to remind myself just just to be cool and calm and collected about these things. But I will say that there were groups of people. There were websites. There are websites that call themselves news. That were upset, let's say, um, claiming to be outraged that the rhino was 
or that scene with the rhino and the point in the end mm-hmm. joke was gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, quote, Disney's ruining the tradition of the ride, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I think this is an example and what I consider to be a long line of examples of a time to be patient and wait it out. And maybe instead of getting upset over what you think they're doing or what it seems like they're doing, just wait it out and see what actually happens. And then at that point, cast your judgment. That's all I'm saying. I was getting irritated. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say that this irritated you. I was getting really sick of the clickbait people that mm. as soon as the the actual mask mandate for everything lifted mm-hmm. a couple days ago everyone's like disney's disney's like lifting the whatever and i'm like no it's just no. orlando has lifted their mask mandate disney has not followed suit yet but everyone's like posting it in a way to make it sound like they've yeah. updated it and i'm like this yeah, well because like, they'll they why... post a photo of main street mm-hmm. with everyone with their masks on and they'll do like a zoom in of the mask sign so that you think it's about right. disney but oh it's yes. the mayor of orlando which has nothing yes. honestly really not much to do with disney I'm like it's not news until they actually announce it because i'm like newsflash universal has lifted everything okay but disney has not done that yet so yeah you know it is what whatever it is. It just, I don't know, I get, I guess, the whatever, news, the news, they need to have clicks. They got to do their news, thing. Whatever. Um, I saw a bunch of things that you did. You know, what, what I like about you going to the park versus me is you did a couple of things that I haven't done. I typically don't go on Splash Mountain that much. I feel mm-hmm. like for me, it has to be hot, but not too hot. Because if it's mm. too hot, I'm probably not going to be in the park. And I don't do it at the end of the day because I don't want to go home wet. So like, all these stipulations yeah. result in Greg never going on Splash We did Mountain. it early because we were like, if we do get wet, yeah. then we have time to dry off. But I will tell you... I, we noticed it at Splash Mountain, but I noticed it in the park in general that none of the water features were on in the park, which I, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, like they don't even have Gaston's fountain on. None of the big water splash features were on um, on the ride. Yeah. So the, the thing about Splash Mountain is you, you get like wet a little bit here and there on the drops. But in my experience, the, the thing that makes you the most wet are the waterfalls that you get stuck next to. Or when um, you're kind of in the beginning of the ride, when you're going around the top, and another flume goes mm-hmm. by, they kind of cannon out some water at you. Yeah. I think I just used the word cannon as a verb, which I don't think is real. Which they they turn that off in the wintertime. If it's too cold, they don't have it on. Correct. But usually if it's warmer, they always have it on. And so it was just weird that it was hot and they didn't have that on. Yes. So. And then after the big drop and you're coming around the, the big turn, there's a waterfall right there. And it's kind of like close-ish to where that cannon was. It's all on the mm-hmm. same side of the mountain. And I've noticed that's been off because Nicole and I love people watching specifically oh, yeah. for when, um, if you stand on the bridge that's closest to Magic Kingdom, you can watch that first cannon shoot off and like just smack people right in the face. Like it's oh, yeah. it's entertaining, oh, yeah. hopefully in a not weird way. Like it's fun to watch. <laughs> and because um, when I'm on the ride, it's also fun to be on it. And then if you're on the other bridge, the one that's farther away, where you're actually at the bottom of the drop, that's usually where you can see the guests getting stuck by the water fountain, mm-hmm. or not the water fountain, being stuck by the waterfall by and the like waterfall. and panicking and like it's it's yes. fun like everyone in the boat like kind of thinks it's funny. Yeah, if you're on that side, you're on the right side of the boat. Wet. Yes, and so although we continue to do the people watching there at Splash Mountain, those two things, which are I feel like are the real source of joy, um, are not currently mm-hmm. operating. So I wonder what it is because you, I don't think that's a COVID risk. I wonder if it's a perception. You know, because right, it's not. Why s- did they not have like Gaston's fountain on? That one I don't know. I haven't noticed to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, because there's a couple other things, and I was like, they don't have that on either. Oh, I wonder hmm. why they don't have like any of the water features on. Maybe because they're just like, because we can blame it on COVID, and we're going to save some money <laughs> <laughs> for right now. <laughs> but who knows? Um, did you eat anything during the day in the park? We did not. We really? Kind of, yeah, we basically were kind of saving everything for dinner because we knew we were going to be splurging as far as dinner. Um, because we're having to like 
really count calories more and watch our sodium intake and all those things. The only thing we probably would have gotten was a Dole Whip, but I, we were just more focused on let's get all these things done that we want to do before we need to leave and go uh, go to dinner. We did an early dinner and then came back to the park after that. So we just like weren't, we brought a bunch of snacks in with us. We were like prepared for that. If we were there for a week, yeah, we're going to eat snacks in the park. But just for the one day we were like, well, we're not going to do it today. I get you. But yeah, <laughs> overall it was a great day. We're glad we got to do pretty much everything we wanted to do. Um, you know, obviously we miss fireworks and things like that. But I mean, we know we did hear that they were doing fireworks, testing fireworks in Epcot, Epcot. last night. So they've got to be getting close to some of those things. So that's going to start happening again. Just kind of the more everyone's waiting around for this and then there'll be a mass exodus. So, yeah, that's like that's the hot button issue. That's the, the hot topic question is mm-hmm. when are fireworks coming back? And people are, ask me, which is fine. I don't have an answer. I don't know. I would like to think, as a piece of me that thinks that it'll be 4th of July, as like the that's yeah. like the firework holiday. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that's the first one. But then again, yeah. who knows? That would give some time. But yeah, I would just say overall, if you're curious about social distancing in the park, I would say most people are pretty much over it. Like mm-hmm. most people are pretty much done. They're not paying attention really to things. They're doing what they want to do. Because I think it's just we're so close to the cusp of like, okay, we don't have to do any of this anymore. That people yeah. are just sort of like, they just do what they want, you know. I will say, um, I'll encourage you to feel a little empowered out there since you're there as well, right? You spent the money to go there, especially if you, in your case, when you got just the day ticket. If yeah. you feel uncomfortable, it's totally okay to, to approach a guest who is in your personal bubble and ask them to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Um I know we talked about that on our patch out a little bit, but for the, for the general public here, I think it's important to know that you're within your right to always ask mm-hmm. for your own personal space. Pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, I feel like that's always a rule. Don't be shy if you're having a bad experience because people are up on you. There's a nice way to say it, right? I mean, there oh, was yeah. one time where Doug did like ask the people behind us, like, hey, could you please just step back like on the mark or whatever? And they were totally fine with it. So... Um, and there was just, I told Greg, there's one story where literally I had stopped and this lady tried to walk past me and I'm like, ma'am, I'm in the line still. <laughs> like I'm just social distancing from the person in front of me. She wasn't paying attention, uh, which is just part of my issue with everyone's self-awareness in general. But she was fine after that. It wasn't like anybody was giving anybody attitude. It's just, you know, be self-aware. So we don't really typically have to say something. <laughs> That's yeah. my thing, I guess. Uh, the day before your Magic Kingdom trip, we got to spend some time um, around Crescent Lake, which is the mm-hmm. the lake there that is with the boardwalk, beach club, yacht club, and eventually, you know, if you walk around there, you can get to the back of Epcot through International Gateway. So um, we were doing some hands-on research for our next Resort Rundown episode, which will be on the yacht club and the beach club together. So we got to experience those two resorts together and spend a little bit of time um, over at the boardwalk. So we had posted to our Instagram, what do you guys want to see us do over there? And we did some of those things. Unfortunately, the Surrey bikes were not available. Those are the the big bikes, you know, your whole family can get in and, yeah. and go around the boardwalk. And I joke that even if they were uh, available, since it's still hot, we were not yeah. going to do it. It was probably not going to happen. <laughs> I've done it before, especially around the boardwalk. And it's deceiving because you'd think, oh, it's flat. It's not. The boardwalk oh, yeah. itself is fine. But when you have to leave the um, yacht club area and then go to the back of the boardwalk, there's a bridge and you're going over the water where the friendship right, boats go. Right. And that is a rough incline when you're on that bike, yeah. man. In the heat. And um, they tell you when you rent the bike that on the downslope of that to make sure you're aware of where the brakes on the bike are because you're going to be cruising because oh. you're coming downhill. Yeah. And you're going into like this weird part at the back um, at the back of boardwalk where you don't want to run anyone over. And technically service vehicles can be there. So you don't want to get run over by a vehicle. 
Um, I will say, and you probably know this, the boardwalk is beautiful pretty much any time of day. Morning mm-hmm. is great for like that nice sunrisey. Don't get me wrong. I was not up at the time of sunrise, but I know yeah. what it's looked like because yeah. I've been there before. And sunset is so beautiful over there. It and, was gorgeous. And we Those had, pictures it you was posted. It really nice. Oof. Mm-hmm. This was our first time staying in a Disney room that I could think of in recent memory where the thermostat was old. And I feel like that might seem like a minor point to everybody, but something to keep in mind, the thing about the current thermostats in rooms, in the guest rooms, are that they have the motion sensor on them. So often mm. when you're sleeping, it gets stuffy yeah. in the room because it's not like kicked on. So I don't remember it happening overnight. I was curious to see how that went. It was like those really old, and if you saw the yes. picture of it, you know, it's like the little sliding thing that you do. Yeah. Like I thought it was, yep. I actually thought it was fake. And they had like another digital one somewhere else. Like they just didn't take it off the wall. But no, that was the only one in the rooms. I feel like we well, got... They probably just haven't had a lot of issues with them over there. So they're yeah, like, so if like, it ain't broke, we're it. not going to fix it. We'll just like yes. wait until we like absolutely... It's a necessary thing. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. And um, yeah. we also had the extra window in the room, which again, I feel like someone out there is like, who cares? But the thing about the extra window in the room is typically in your room, you have just the windows. If you're in a non-deluxe room where you're facing the outside, really the only window is by the front door. Otherwise, the window is usually your balcony if you're in a deluxe room, specifically the studios for Disney Vacation Club Villas. But there was one on the wall where the bed and the couch were. And it made, I don't know how or why, it made such yeah. a huge difference in the more, room. More of that natural it was more light. light. Yeah, it was really nice. It turns so out the, it just really changed the room. Here's what I'm curious of then. Okay, so let's say you bring an oscillating fan with you because yeah. you, want, you want that to be the motion, right? I wonder if, if, if yes. like... If the sensor, if that will set the sensor off, so you're. I've had stay on all people night. put their balloon in front of the thing because you know, let's say you're there with kids. Yeah. You're, maybe you bought one of the balloons in the parks, and it comes with like that Mickey puck, so it's not going to fly away. So you put right. it right in front of the sensor, Did thinking they say it like worked? a little bit. Um, I don't know. I will. Okay. Here's information I probably shouldn't share. Well, I'll phrase it like oh, this. Oh no, you should share. If <laughs> you want, if you want to, and again, I'm not advocating. I'm saying Google. Uh, how to keep a thermostat running and there there is information out there on how to bypass it and put it in a certain certain <gasps> mode that allegedly secrets. will keep the fan going over okay disney secrets y'all i'm totally doing this vip mode <laughs> i believe is the title yes. of it by the way again i i have only heard about this i've never mm. done it I'm, I'm winking guys i'm winking yeah and it's very weird for everybody i've never <laughs> done it just heard about it um but our room was awesome. So we stayed in, in, a, in a studio villa over at the boardwalk. Beautiful. We had a standard view, which sometimes is good and bad. But our right. view happened to overlook the pool um, with some obstruction from some trees. But as you saw on, on my personal Instagram, we had a great view of the back of Tower of Terror. Yeah. Um, of course, I used a zoom lens on that picture that was not <laughs> taken by my cell phone. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> a big old zoom. But it's cool to be able to see like a big, you know, an icon attraction from your room. It is nice to see that. Um, I will tell you that we were kind of feeling uninspired by the food options for dinner. So as you know, you and I and, and Nicole had a meal for lunch that we'll talk about on our resort rundown because we mm-hmm. ate over at the Yacht Club. But we were kind of underwhelmed by the options, specifically what was available for Nicole and her food allergy. And not all the menus there list their gluten allergy there. And it's tough to like get to a place to find out that they don't really have anything that she wanted. Um, And then we're already there. So it's like, I kind of took the time to get there and stuff. So we decided to go off campus and head over to Coronado Springs. So when I say campus, Mm -hmm. I do mean the resort, not Disney property. Because their Three Bridges restaurant, which is a table service, has that to-go thing, which was kind of born out of the pandemic, where you have the option to get the to-go version of a table service restaurant. 
and some of the options there sounded really good. So I will recommend that to you. Now, of course, you won't be able to do that if you don't have a car on property, which I know typically you do because you're within driving distance. Yeah. Um, I know. I think that um, guests who are renting cars are going to increase. I think over time. Yeah, as it the is a perk for sure. Magical I Express. Because sometimes goes away. We- we now have gone, I think, enough times where we've actually found restaurants that are off property that we're like, yeah. we'll just go there because we're going to pay the same amount and for better food, we're, I don't know, you know? Yeah, I'm totally, so. I totally get that. And the thing is, since we live in the area, we're like, well, we can go to a restaurant any, any time. I'd rather, we were trying to keep yeah, it to Disney I get since that. we were there for the one night. So we went to the Three Bridges to go over at Coronado. And one thing I didn't realize was the Grandestino Tower is new, but when you're in that building, you can get to the old lobby um, without having to go outside. They built a mm. connection, which I don't know if it's new or not, but I never noticed it. And it was really great because you don't yeah. have to leave the air conditioning because yeah. we wanted to go check out the Grand Casino lobby one more time. The last time I was there with Nicole was for our cast member preview of it. And Nicole had a shift that morning. So she was only there for like 20 minutes. Right, so we wanted right. to go revisit it with a little bit more of a relaxed vibe. So um, we put our order in over at the uh, Three Bridges restaurant. And it's out over the water, over the lake there at Coronado. Nice. So it's beautiful. It's yeah. all, it seemed to be all outdoor dining. I don't know. I don't, didn't look like there was anything inside. Okay. But anyway, we we're just taking our food to go. Um, I ordered the coconut curry chicken with rice. Mm-hmm. And Nicole got the burger with, had like these, I don't want to call them fried potato sh- chips on them. They were like, almost okay. like tortilla. They looked closer to tortilla strips. Mm-hmm. These sometimes we'll see like on top of a salad, if it's like, like a Mexican salad, whatever they call yeah. it, a Southwestern salad. Um, but they were potatoes, which was kind of an interesting, interesting. Okay. F- flavor profile that we're creating there. Um, Nicole said her burger was good, maybe a little on the salty side, but overall like a good burger. Yeah. And my coconut curry chicken was really good. That sounds um, They good. do a really good job of packaging it up and everything, you know, was good. And and Nicole had these bomb sweet potato fries. They Ooh, were yeah. just, they were like perfectly cooked. Like you could just tell when they're cooked a certain way. They even they even look like they were cooked like right. Yeah. They weren't overcooked. Under, they like, crispy. Perfect. Yes. And I had, I had one because I wanted to try it out. Just it looked so good. And what we wound up doing was, because it's to go and we're not staying at that resort to be able to go up to our room, let's say, um, we just went and sat in their quick service, the El Mercado, which mm-hmm. used to be the pepper market, if those of you who have been around a while and remember the quick service place at Coronado. So we just sat there and ate as if we had gotten our food there. And we realized we looked around, a lot of people were doing the same thing. Yeah, you could yeah. also eat outside, but it's a really short walk from the end of the bridge for the three bridges to, to the building right there. And like, to be honest, it was nice. We had like a nice relaxing time. Good. Our food was really good. It wound up being a great decision. You are still paying table service prices for your meal. So my coconut curry chicken was eighteen fifty, wow. and Nicole's burger was nineteen. Yeah. But I will say you're not you know you're not paying gratuity, and obviously mm-hmm. a server deserves their gratuity when you're there. But we're not being served on. It was just packaged and and you pay through the app, and there was no opportunity for gratuity. So I feel like, okay, and it still automatically applied our Disney Vacation Club discount, which is okay. something that you'd be entitled to um, in general or annual pass holder would have been an option too. Right. So as long as all of that stuff is linked in your by Disney experience, you should be automatically getting that discount. So it took a little bit off the top. We figure in that minus the gratuity. We were still having a great dining experience, um, obviously a little on the expensive side. Yes, for sure. But what are you going to do? We did um, go back for dessert to the boardwalk obviously we're staying there so we have to go back mm-hmm. um nicole did talk about she was manifesting her sunday for a yes. long time so <laughs> i wanted to know how that turned out yes so we went over to the boardwalk ice cream place this was of course replacing ample hills creamery which always bugged me that they never had their own fresh whipped cream and the name of the freaking place was creamery they had to run <laughs> out of a can yeah. you guys are killing me anyway 
I don't know if this place had fresh whipped cream or not, but I didn't care. I haven't had ice cream or a sundae in the year 2021, and I don't know oh before gosh. then. So it's been a long time. You haven't been and living been your like, life. <laughs> no, I've been trying not to eat too many dessert items. I've been making really good homemade desserts to like kind of stave off my cravings yeah. for sweets particularly when I go out to the parks because that adds up when you're around oh, all the time you're spending you look I look at my credit yeah. card statement at the end of the month I'm like oh I'm spending way too much money in Disney gotta relax but mm. we were on vacation so well we're That's on a right. staycation so we were gonna That's the we thing about Disney because you're like well I'm in Disney like whatever I'm gonna splurge yeah it was actually probably a good thing that uh the des- they don't have desserts anymore like our desserts are not included in the meal when we did Whispering Canyon for dinner yeah um and so we were like well that was probably actually a positive thing because I'm sure I would have gorged myself for sure on that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't care. Can we just go Um, ahead and get to the dessert already? Thanks. (laughs) Yes. Lots of things. So we wanted to make sure we had a dinner that wouldn't make us too stuffed for our dessert. So that kind of led us to me getting my chicken and rice. And Nicole Nicole can house food, by the way. So naturally she she had the burger and fries and had room for ice cream. So we decided to do the ice cream. We got there at about, I don't know, 745-ish. And the, the line was, I'm going to say long. They can only fit so many guests in the actual place itself mm. because of the physical distancing. So the line was past the ESPN club, which is not opening, is not open currently, not operating. And it doesn't even say ESPN club on it. So I don't know what the future of that right, right. Uh, table service restaurant is. But anyway, the line was like kind of long. Um, I don't know. I think we wound up waiting about 20 minutes or so. And I feel like okay. I've waited longer for non-Disney ice cream before, specifically on, on Long Island. We would go to this place every Friday night with Nicole's family, we waited sometimes longer than that for soft yeah. serve ice cream. So we were like, you know what? We really, Nicole really wanted that Sunday. She was joking with you. Yep. She was manifest. She wanted to manifest that Sunday. She'd been <laughs> dreaming it up. And I wasn't going to get anything. I decided, I told myself, I'm not going to get anything. I asked if they sold the brownie from the brownie on the mode separately because it, I just wanted like basically yeah. a brownie and they didn't, they don't do that. So it wasn't until we got to the front of the line, I was like, I'm getting this brownie on the mode. I'm doing it. I'm You're finally like, going to do it. it. I have like super sensitive teeth all of a sudden. So oh. like the idea of trying to consume ice cream with brownie would you kind of have to chew it was like too much for me I was like i'm gonna freaking do it <laughs> but the whole time um you know some like some families were kind of ducking out of the line because they didn't want to wait anymore they wanted to get some soft serve ice cream which i think the bakery sells because we saw some people leaving but um a group in front of us left and just a kid was left and it turns out they weren't with him to begin with i if i had to guess i would say this kid was about 10 years old and he was alone the whole time and he was like a little nervous so I don't know. I don't want to say we were keeping an eye on him, but like, yeah. you know, just in yeah. case people wanted to be weird around him. Um, and he was reading something on his phone. Like it was clearly like a long, te- uh, not a long text message, but like a book of something, like a digital version, like an ebook or something. So yeah. we just, we just thought it was funny. And he was like minding the rules with the social distancing. Like he was following the markers on the ground. And um, he looked like he was a little bit nervous. And when he went to go order his ice cream, like you can tell his parents must've told him specifically what to order. Cause like, yeah. Whatever question they asked, he just answered, uh, uh, scoop of chocolate, uh, chocolate ice cream. You know, like that was all, like yeah. that's all he can muster <laughs> he up. He was all nervous. Yes. And then when it came time to pay, he paid with his magic band. And the cast member was like, you know, you can go ahead and type in your pin. He was like, a what? They're like, oh, you know, the, no. the code. And he's, and the kid just like panicked and was like, I, I, I don't, don't have, have a pin. I don't have that. I don't, I don't know what that is. And we're like, oh no. And, um, She'll never admit it or talk about it herself, but a pat on the back to Nicole who swooped in and swiped her card. She was like, I got Aww, this. I'll, I'll pay. Because like the kid, so I think, was about to be really embarrassed about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He was trying so, to be uh, a big boy and it didn't turn yes. out. And I'm sure he was just totally mortified. 
he was mortified and Nicole got to make a magical moment. And I feel like without yeah. us being cast members at the moment, that was probably the best thing about it. So we get to, we try to do those things when we can. Yeah. Um, Listen, guess, Disney, clock, if you don't so hire speak. this girl back, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you're dumb. You're she's make, dumb. making but, magic and she's not even working for you anymore. I'm just kidding. Yes. But the point of that was like, you never know what's out there. So I don't yeah. even know. I'm, what we're really curious about is if the kid told his parents what happened because. Right. Right. Or, or he was just like, yeah, yeah I did it. I did it. <laughs> Because for all they know, for all we know, the the, the parents were like, "You got to remember this pin when you get there. I don't know. forget it." And maybe he forgot it. So I don't, I don't know. Um, but it was nice, and the cast member was like, "Thank you for doing that." Um, I was really hoping the cast member was going to comp Nicole's ice cream. I, I was like, "I uh, know, right?" Because at that point, it was already rung up, and I feel like once it's rung up and they're it's at the point of payment, back. it's probably harder to go back. And maybe it isn't. I don't know, but. In places I've been, it is harder to go back. Or sometimes they, I've worked at a place where they retract how often you deleted an item that was on someone's order because they were going yeah. to accuse you of, of stealing cash. Anyway, um, <laughs> but they didn't. It is what it is. We were, we were willing to pay. My brownie on the mode was good. It actually was. To, to be honest, it was yeah. good. Because sometimes the brownie and those things are, it's just I like know. Yeah. crap. You're like, I know but why this good. is under a chunk of ice cream and whipped cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was really good. It was nice and thick. The fudge was super chocolatey. Because sometimes it's a chocolate mm. syrup and not a hot fudge. But this seems yeah. like actual thick fudge. Yum. It was good. I would go back and I would get that thing. And overall, I would say it was worth the wait. Because there's a nice vibe that you get for eating your ice cream out there on the boardwalk mm-hmm. and the sun had was just setting i posted some beautiful well yes what i consider to be some beautiful photos of the sunset <laughs> out there over crescent lake and you got the beat the beach and the yacht club as your background like it's yeah. just a whole experience that just comes together all with this chocolatey and vanilla goodness of my brownie a la mode makes you melt like a popsicle on the fourth of july <laughs> <laughs> it was really good um, that was overall our, our staycation. And then a few days later, I just want to mention this briefly. And we have a cast member magical moment coming up, which was not what Nicole did and our usual, uh, history and uh, quote and stuff, yeah. uh, coming your way. But, um, I was talking with my mom and some of her friends were curious what Nicole and I do when we go to the park often. Cause my mom is like, Oh, you know, Greg and Nicole go. And they'll, they'll just like hang out at magic kingdom. And they were like, isn't that boring? And my mom was like, I need new friends. Like, these are not the people for me. <laughs> um, and I was joking with my mom. I was like, mom, sometimes we just go there and just chill out on Main Street. Like, even if it's only for two hours because you yeah. got the cavalcades coming by now, it's a little bit different because it's hotter out now. But in the cooler months, we would sometimes go and just hang out. We wouldn't even go, like, past the castle. Right. Unless we were going to eat at Cosmic Rays or Pecos Bill or something. And that, to us, is a good time because you see a lot of things, especially yeah. if you go in the morning. So I really wanted to do that. So last Wednesday, I went to Magic Kingdom. I got there at about nine o'clock or so and left before noon. So I was not there for more than three hours. And mm-hmm. honestly, it was getting hot out. So that yeah, was like, I was just hot. about at my maximum. And legitimately, all I did was hang out on Main Street. I only went past or off of Main Street slash the hub in front of the castle to go get a, a drink from Cosmic Rays. Otherwise, that was it. I was only in the hub or Main Street area. And I feel like I saw... So much. So much. I didn't do an attraction. I mean, obviously, you have the, the Dapper Dance, at least nowadays, start in the 9 o'clock hour. I saw the Dapper Dance at least twice go down on their trolley. Um, I saw the Princesses up on the train station. The Fab Five were up there as well. Obviously, I saw the Tink float go by. I saw the Mickey and Friends go by without Donald. So mm-hmm. luckily, Nicole was without me. I was by myself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Donald's her, her number one. She'd be like, hey, and, hey, Mickey, um, where's Donald? Yeah. Where's Donald at? Where's Donnie? And um, I had like I had a great time. I went in the the gift shops just to cool off. I went into the one 
which is normally art stuff, you know, like the paintings mm-hmm. or the canvases and the Thomas Kincaid things. And it's right now the makeshift confectionery because the confectionery proper is closed. And if any of you out there don't know, there are the vents in there from the ceiling, those air conditioning vents, they blow out some serious air conditioning. Mm. And if you're walking into the shop and you go to the left, that's like the power fan. Yeah. So if you were following my story that day at the Disney Greg, I and saw I said, you it put on the there like, you, if you know, you know. Yeah. Yes. That's the one, man. Okay. It's, I mean, it's so strong blowing straight down on you that the little hair that's up from the top of my head is blowing in the wind, man. Like I'll, I'll do the thing where I'll like kind of open up the collar of my shirt yeah. and let it just blow down my pasty white skin. Like I just, oh, it just feels so good. And I just hang it on Main Street, getting as many photos and videos and stuff as I can, as I could of all the different cavalcades and I had a great time. So Good. if you're ever at the point where like, I have nothing to do or, you know, there are no fast passes or it's a crowded day, I don't even know what the wait times were like and it didn't matter. We just hung yeah. out. I wouldn't obviously buy a day ticket to do that. This is if no, you, let's no, say, no. haven't included. An annual yeah. pass don't, or don't whatever. Don't buy a ticket yeah. for that. But if, you know, if, if you have an annual pass, then yes, I would, I would recommend doing it because it was, honestly, it was just fun. And at that time of the day, the entire right side of Main Street is in the shade because the sun hasn't fully right. risen yet. And as it was, that's when I was like sneaking out. Like, bye, bye yeah. guys. I, you're I'm like, out uh, of here. Nope, point. the sun's hit over here. I got to go. Yep, it's a perfect time to go cool off if you're staying here, you know, go to the pool or something. But I will still recommend something like that. It's not boring, mom's friends. How dare you? <laughs> we, had a, we had a great time. Uh, you opened our show uh, talking about the Avengers Campus, and just in time yes. for the Avengers Campus to open, um, we want to remind everyone of the Avengers items available at World Traveler Trading Co. So go check that out. A link to, to that shop is in our episode description, as always. There's a Captain America one that I have my eye on, Ooh, a themed one, yep, I can inspired see, I one. I see that. Um, Has your name yeah, written all over it. Oh, I can't wait. And of course, you can always use our special code and save some money. That park life. And that's over at World Traveler Trading Co. Mm-hmm. So we've mentioned uh, going through some cast member magical moments. And of course, uh, we rely on you all out there to send these, to submit these. If you want to do that, you can go to our website, thatparklifepodcast.com. If you can think of a cast member magical moment. And actually, the Mouselets happened to post something on, I their, saw that. Yeah. on their main feed on Instagram asking for... Yes. So I, I might be uh, might be borrowing some of those. Thanks, Mouselets. Yes, And I'm uh, reaching right. out to those people to see if they want to elaborate a little bit, um, doing some legwork for me. Really appreciate that. But if you want to submit one of your own, and it could be something from years ago, if it's something you remember or something as recent as your your most recent trip, mm-hmm. you can hang out, uh, head over to our website and submit yours there. Just look for the Cast Member Magical Moment link. <laughs> our first one comes from Nikki. And uh, Beth, do you want to share what sure. Nikki submitted to us? Yes, this is what she says. She says, my ex-husband was not a Disney fan, probably still isn't, to be honest. But on a trip we took to Magic Kingdom one time, he broke his DSLR screen on Space Mountain. He took it to guest services at the end of the night, hoping for a fast pass for the next day at best. But he came back to me with a super surprised look on his face and told me they looked up the camera body online and offered to pay him what it was worth in cash. That's like unheard of to me. I'm like, what? And then she says, note, we had bought this on Craigslist, so we didn't even pay full price for it. They also were going to give him a camera for the rest of the trip, but they were out, which the cast member was super apologetic about. Um, He then at that time understood why I have the love for the Disney for Disney people as much as I do by exclaiming to me, this really is the most magical place on earth. It was rather amusing. That's a great story. I can't believe that. Yeah. It's wild. Like, never heard anything like that before. They were going to pay him for the camera and offer him another one to use for on his trip. 
Yeah, probably a, a disposable camera because yeah. I've, I've seen that. I don't know, but that's awesome. Thanks for um, submitting that, Nikki, because these are the stories that we want to hear. And, yeah. um, you know, these cast members, I wish we, I was like, if you know your cast member name, feel free to um, give us that information too because we would love to give them some love and yeah. just give them the give, shout well, out. Give them some love and I don't know what Not that some love but give them the <laughs> shout out that they deserve for being awesome. Oh, you you bought this guest a camera? Come over here. Give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a not much. weird, is it? <laughs> no, totally not weird. We got some news next. I have two little ones. I'm going to throw out my first okay. one, though. Um, I just mentioned, obviously, the Avengers Campus in Disneyland is open. If you've seen yeah. any of the preview stuff, it's super cool. They do have a YouTube video that has... Um, like a summary of it before they did the actual opening ceremony. You can watch the opening ceremony, but um, yeah, all that stuff looks really cool. I was following a couple people today from Disneyland that were getting some of the food items, um, like the Pim, uh, the Pim oh, the place, giant chicken sandwich. Yes, and the pretzel and stuff. I was like, Doug, when yes. we go there, we got to try all this stuff. Um, oh, so yeah. yeah, and the they have a new Spider Man ride. If you like, haven't been following along with it, but it looks really cool. Clearly, they have hired some acrobats to be <laughs> friends with some of these characters because I was like, that's actually pretty cool that there are jobs that these, you know, people in this industry will be able to do. Like, that's what I'm thinking in my head because I'm like, I, like, surely these aren't just anybody that they've trained to do this. These are people yeah, who are like enough. highly trained in doing some of these stunts. Uh, but this is like, that's never really been seen before. Like on a normal basis, you'll be seeing some of these people doing stunts. The Spider-Man thing that they did. Did you see that? Where oh, they yeah. have him swinging Wild. from one building to the other. Yes. I was like, um, what? That is crazy. <laughs> and I, 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 at first I thought it was CGI'd in. Like it was a thing. Yeah. And then I realized, no, that's a real person doing that. So go check it out. I mean, if you're not local or whatever, um, there's plenty of things that you can watch online. But I just thought that was really cool. And it's exciting. Oh, yeah. Something new and exciting. Uh, the other big story of the week, and I have some some nuggets I would like to inject, was mm-hmm. that some more details were announced about the Boobash, the after hours Boobash. Boobash. And I and I, if I remember. I'm correctly, calling it the I'm, poo bash, is what I'm calling. No, it. No, stop it. So um, <laughs> I I would like to say before I say anything else, in in no way am I going to try to persuade you to think that it's anything other than expensive because it is. Mm-hmm. But I do want to offer a little perspective on this because I All remember right. thinking, I remember thinking when they called it an after hours event, I was nervous because the other after hours events were priced over a hundred dollars a person. Yeah. So I was curious to see how this was going to go, if this was going to be closer to a party, or if it was going to be a true after hours event. We have learned it's a true after-hours event yeah. in that the cheapest or the least expensive option for August and September is 129 And in those two months, it could be as much as $139. i am guessing on like the weekend nights, it's going to yeah. be the, the higher dollar amount. So the details we learned were that the cavalcades will include Maleficent, which is kind of cool because right now Maleficent is not an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cadaver Dance, which is something we were getting for free uh, during the day um, right. last Halloween season. But it also includes Miss Carlotta. She is the character that sits on the Haunted Mansion lawn, which, by the way, if you've never witnessed or interacted with, can sometimes be a little inappropriate in the best oh. entertaining way. Like yeah. she kind of goes, I'm wondering if it's off script or they just tell her to do whatever she wants. Cause yeah. she makes some, some like those jokes that go over the kids heads, you know, yeah. those types of jokes. But parents know them and they're like, Oh, <laughs> oh oops. it's very Disney. Uh, it's a very Disney thing to do. Yeah, really. Um, the boobash also includes ice cream novelties, which is really the way or their way of saying the Mickey premium bars, yep. which is the case for the previous after hours events. Uh, 
They said drinks, and typically in the past it's been bottled drinks. So the bottled Coke products, including bottles of water, which is excellent because it gets hot. Mm -hmm. As you know, uh, popcorn and, of course, their trick-or-treat locations. So for August and September, it's 129 to 139 Annual pass holders and DVC members get a, a discount with a grand total of... Ten dollars off. <laughs> Ten dollars off. In October, it's one fifty nine to one sixty nine. Or Halloween night is the real breaking 200? of the bank, and it's one ninety nine plus tax Oof. per adult. Yeah. Um, I will tell you before I, I offer a little reference point for you. Um, they did announce, and I didn't notice this until I went back and read the article last night. That on the Disney Parks blog post, they mentioned, and I'll just read what they have here so I don't mess it up. Walt Disney Imagineering, in partnership with the Walt Disney World Resort Holiday Services team, will blend a fall look with the enchanting story of Cinderella by by creating special pumpkin coach decorations mm. that will add to the park's sparkling iridescence during this magical time. Mm. So it sounds like they're combining the fall look with the 50th anniversary iridescent. And by the oh, okay. way, the word ear is E. A R yeah. as in yeah. the ear. So I'm guessing that means we'll have our normal or traditional fall decorations in Magic Kingdom, maybe August and September for the Boo Bashes. And then come October, it'll be a different version of it. The ones they're talking about here as part of the iridescent celebration. And who knows? Maybe that's why it's more money in October other than how it's the month of Halloween. I do want to, I do just want to bring this up because I know that there was, it was not well received, I think, in most of the, the online Disney community for the prices of the boobash. Yeah. And I'm, and I agree with you. I think the 129 makes sense based on the previous events. I'm not saying I would pay that. However, um, I just want to draw your attention to what the old after hours events were and how it's, it's the same. Like it, they didn't jack up the price for August and September. However, October is a little different of a story. Mm-hmm. And the 199 is just, oh, God bless the people who are paying that. But if you're wondering what was available for the Villains After Hours events, because you may remember the After Hours events, or the precedent was set there. Right. The price was a little lower in the beginning. But at the end there, I think there were 125 a night. The Villains After Hours one was the first After Hours event that was themed in a certain way. Right. Uh, as opposed to it just being, just being three hours extra of magic hours, ultra, ultra low crowd. I mean, for, now it's not like extra magic hours in that sense because when they say low crowd, they mean it. Yeah. The after hours event I went to in Hollywood Studios in those three hours, we did. I mean, we did Slinky Dog four times in a row. Like right. we were talking, Nobody. it was twenty minutes and then fifteen minutes and then ten and then a five minute wait. It's like, yeah. you know, it really is short lines. And I, I know everyone knows that's like an eighty minute wait on most days, right? During the day. So it really is low crowd. But the Villains After Hours event offered a lot of the same things. It's not exactly the same. It's not apples and apples here. It's, it's I don't know, what's closely related to an apple. Um, so some things were different. Some things were the same. The Villains After Hours event did have a stage show. The Boobash does not, but the Boobash has trick-or-treating. The Villains After Hours event had Maleficent the Dragon just by herself, but no other parade or cavalcade. And the Boobash is offering a bunch of cavalcades, they said. You'll be able to see, the, the. I think it's a lot of the floats you would see from the old Boo to You parade. And one big similarity between the old Villains After Hours events and this, the After Hours Boobash, is that neither one of them offered fireworks. That said, they both offer event-exclusive merchandise and different food items that are available for purchase. I will say the Villains After Hours event did offer some live entertainment on the attractions, that's where they had the additions to Pirates of the Caribbean with Gunpowder Pete and uh, the way that they enhanced, at least enhanced in my mind, Space Mountain by making it a complete dark experience, which, by the way, is, is awesome. That's a cool way to experience Space Mountain. That is not something that's offered in the Boo Bash. 
Uh, however, the Villains After Hours event started at $139 in advance or $144 the night of the event. So for August and September, the Boobash is comparably priced or let's say a little bit less than the Villains After Hours event. Different story for October, but it's not totally way off base for a previous precedent set by an After Hours event. That's my main point. So my only other news nug that I had was that uh, the zebra was named, the baby zebra, you know, I like to keep up with the Animal Kingdom stuff. So uh, they named him Dash, which is adorable. And he will be our squishy. That's all I got. And now we go back in time for some Disney history brought to you by the Mouselets. Of course, if you're following them on Instagram, you already know they're all about history, which is why they help bring us some history to you all. Of course, you can check out their shop available at themouselets.com slash shop. All right. You want to take us uh, back in time first? Let's take us back. I'm going to go all the way back to 2006. This was the week in 2006 when Disney World announced that the Cinderella Castle apartment would be completely decorated and upholstered as a royal bedchamber which makes me laugh that that's the wording they use, a royal bedchamber. Uh, it would be able to sleep up to four people, would become available as a once-in-a-lifetime experience during the Year of a Million Dreams celebration taking place at all uh, 11 Disney theme parks. And this would be like the place where you can have an overnight stay in the apartment. It's going to be like, like they announced that it would be a prize that would be randomly awarded to guests at the Magic Kingdom or any park at the Walt Disney World Resort. I'm going to take us way, way back. This is a non-park item because it's going way. back all the way to 1934 because we're having a very special birthday this week. This is what is considered to be the official birthday of Mr. Donald Duck. All the way back Mr. in 1934. Um, it is considered his official debut to be the Three Caballeros movie. Mm-hmm. He's been in some other things, but that was like his his official one. Yeah. Recognized to be his birthday. And I feel like we talked about this too, but you may remember our... A cast member chat with Danielle. She goes by the Dapper Danielle mm-hmm. on Instagram and TikTok, and she posted some information about Donald and his middle name. And this is your reminder in case anyone asks if you ever want to have that piece of Disney trivia that most people don't know. Donald Duck's middle name is Fauntleroy. So Donald, <gasps> Donald Fauntleroy, Fauntleroy Duck. Hmm. Stick Not that in your trivia pocket. Duck. Yes, and I'm sure I mentioned that. I think now that I, I've forgotten about this, I did a whole piece on the Donald Duck family tree. Do you remember that? Yes. If you don't, I, have I to remember see what that. Episode that is. Yeah. Um, and revisit that because I had forgotten I did that. But Donald Fauntleroy Duck. Fauntleroy. We have our quote to end our episode as always. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at That Park Life Podcast, or my personal account is at The Disney Greg. You can find me at The Healthy Hot Mess. You can head over to our website, thatparklifepodcast.com, to submit a request for a magic gram. You can submit your cast member magical moment and some other things there. Just check out the different links at the top. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. Helps us out a bit. If you'd like access to our weekly bonus episodes that we release uh, and the behind the scenes and our close friends feature on Instagram, You can do so by heading over to our Patreon page and you can get your full access there as well. So I have a quote from Kermit the Frog today. I decided to go Muppets for this. I will not be doing it in his voice because I just can't do it. (laughs) But in in the words of the immortal Kermit the Frog, life's like a movie. Write your own ending. Mm, That's good. 
That's all from us for this week. Thanks for listening to our trip reports and for our times in the parks. It was nice being yes. able to hang out with you. I even know. Even though a little bit of time, it was cool. Live in living color. It's very interesting, Live huh? in living color. For better <laughs> or worse, we were sweating together. That's uh, right. That's all for this week. We'll hang out with you all next week. Until then, see ya. Have a great week. Bye.